Welcome to this episode of Upcycling with Deb. I'm your host, Deb Colometta. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Deb Colometta, or you can go to the website, thedebsite.com. And there you can get information about my book. I wrote a number one best-selling book called Best Offer, Best Life, which is a book about how my husband and I made thousands of dollars while also getting rid of our excess stuff that was lying around our house and how we monetized our excess. So check that out. And um, pretty soon the audiobook will also be available as well. This topic today is one that is very important to me. I often talk with my students about how to quell their nerves before a presentation. Um, in the class that I teach at Northeastern, the students are required to give a presentation and lead a meeting with their peers. And they are doing this on video, much like I'm doing right now. So for some people, this might be their very first time being recorded. It might be their first time in front of an audience. Um, and this is a question that comes up time and again. Um, so as I've been doing more speaking engagements, I've done keynote speeches and talks, um, especially with my book tour. Um, it's, it's pretty difficult to actually fill a room when you're an unknown, but somehow the power of junk is bringing us all together because the rooms have been packed because people are also looking to cash in on their extra stuff. It's the topic that is very interesting to all income levels and all backgrounds, how to get rid of your extra stuff and get paid to do it. So I've been giving a lot of talks lately and I've been thinking about how do I approach a situation when I'm feeling a little bit nervous about doing some public speaking, um, talking in a public setting, even speaking in a community forum, a church group, a town meeting, a meeting in your workplace, or a meeting with peers. What do you do to quell those nerves? So I'm going to give you my 10 tips that I do, and I do these with every time that I approach a public speaking event or a workshop or even a podcast. Anytime I'm communicating with other people in a professional setting, I follow these 10 tips. So number one is to get very familiar with your content. You really need to think about what you're going to say before you get up there in front of people. So if it's, even if it's impromptu, if you're at, for example, a town meeting and you want to make some points, the best thing you can do is bring a notebook. And as other people are making their arguments, you might jot down a couple of notes for yourself. You might see on Law and Order or uh, other legal shows, lawyers do this a lot, or politicians can do this frequently. As someone speaking, they might just jot down a couple of trigger words to help them remember and remember what points they want to respond to. So that's one thing: is to to get familiar ahead of time with what you're going to say. Um, if it's if you have the opportunity to plan ahead, you want to think through and visualize the message that you want to give to the audience, and uh, that's a whole other podcast 
podcast is how to develop your your message. But you really want to have it almost to the point of being so familiar that you've got it um, really remembered by heart, that you can speak from the heart. And that's going to be the most convincing to the audience. So number one, get familiar with your topic. Number two, this could be a basic one, and I may lose most of you on this point. No caffeine the day of your talk. No caffeine, like none. No soda, no coffee, not even in the morning. I think that caffeine, um, it, it affects many people differently. But for me, I don't drink a ton of coffee. I maybe have a, one or two cups a day, maybe. Um, but it really does something to your nervous system. So when you're facing and a speaking engagement or an opportunity where the stakes are a little bit higher, you want to make sure that you don't have your um, nervous system on overdrive because of extra coffee. It usually backfires. So I try to avoid all forms of caffeine. Number three, also very difficult, but goes hand in hand with the caffeine. Get plenty of rest the day of, the day before. Um, try to really focus your mind, um, think about and visualize happy thoughts, happy, successful um, speaking that you're going to be doing uh, the day after. Um, really try to get your rest. And that's going to go a long way to helping you approach any hiccups that happen on the day of the presentation and will help you deal with it a little bit better. You'll remember what you're supposed to say so that reverts back to number one, get familiar. Um, so it's just very important that you get enough rest. And don't be trying to run around doing all these errands before you're going to be doing a speaking engagement. Just see what you can do to just maybe calm your mind, relax, maybe catch up on emails if that's not too stressful. But I find for myself, it works best if I'm not trying to run around frantically before an event. I try to really just be calm. Number four, when you've got nerves or you think you're going to face nerves um, and you want to get ahead of them, you want to do some stretching. So maybe in the car on the way to the event where you're speaking or if you're in a cube or your office and you're getting ready to go into a meeting setting, you want to do some like shoulder raises, shoulder rolls, maybe try to move your head and neck around a little bit uh, carefully. And this is going to help relax some of the muscles that are around your throat and your vocal cords. It's really important to have a relaxed muscle area around your neck and your vocal cords because if you're feeling like you're struggling to, to get your breath in and you can't take a deep breath because everything's really tight, then you're going to lose breath when you're trying to speak with the audience. So that's something that's very important. A lot of people carry a lot of tension in their neck. So um, really try to stretch out and make sure that you are not holding any tension in your neck as you go out on stage. Another tip that I do is I often try to find a song that really pumps me up and I will sing to, along to it in the car on the drive there. And that's a way that I can kind of get my mindset. I can really get my energy going and get positive before I give a speaking, um, you know, a workshop. But another thing it does is it warms up my vocal cords. Um, so I love to just put that on and crank that up and just sing along and drive safely. But I do try to sing along and get myself warmed up and pumped up and ready to go. Very important. 
this leads into my next point, which is number six, breathing. It's, it's very important to make sure that you're getting enough breath as you're going along in your talk. Take a minute to take a breath. And as my daughter said, she must have learned this in school, you smell the flower and blow out the candles. And you, oh, it feels so much better. Even just now, I feel even more relaxed. So breathing is really important when you're trying to get ahead of your nerves. Number seven would be when you're talking, don't tell the audience that you're nervous. This really bothers me. I don't think there's ever been a clinical study that has shown that if you admit that you are nervous in front of an audience, that they're going to have any more sympathy for you. And also, it doesn't help your nerves. I've done it myself. I've said that, you know, maybe years ago, I might have admitted that just as a caveat, like, hey, if I mess up my speech, I'm nervous, give me a free pass. They won't. So you might as well keep it in your, your head um, because that's where nerves are anyway. So just keep it to yourself. I don't think it helps. I think that it kind of chips away at your credibility a little bit. You may think it makes you more vulnerable or more relatable to the audience, but they're looking at you as an expert. So why risk jeopardizing that, that view and, and their opinion of you? So I wouldn't even own it. So what I advise my students to do when they're feeling a little bit nervous about trying to give a presentation in the class, just visualize the nerves going away from you. Um, you don't want any part of that. And my next tip, number eight, relates back to just letting it go and mentally keeping positive. You wanna make sure that before you are speaking, before a group or leading a meeting, that you surround yourself with as much positivity as possible. If someone's stressing you out and then you go to lead a meeting or give a, a speech or a talk, obviously it's going to impact your nerves. So I've had cases too where something maybe has happened right before I go live and it has kind of rattled me and I become almost nervous or symptoms of nerves show up during a talk. When I don't actually feel nervous about giving the talk, I feel totally comfortable. So that's something that I've learned. I kind of go into performance mode before I give a keynote speech or before I teach a class or do a training. I really try to envision myself like I'm a performer, I'm about to perform, I'm about to deliver an important message. And I just mentally have this purple circle around me where I don't let any of that negativity in. I just deal with it later. Um, and I teach uh, during one of my lectures in class, I talk about how um, a long time ago, I think Beyonce had said that she even develops a, an alternate persona before she goes on stage because she typically feels pretty shy. And she said she turns into Sasha Fierce. Um, you also could think of it like Clark Kent. You know, Clark Kent is really Superman. So just pretend you're Superman. Pretend you're Sasha Fierce. Um, if you're feeling shy yourself and you want to get out there and really sh share the message with the world that you have that's so important, or with just your meeting group that you're meeting with of a few people, take it as a challenge. And that's where we grow and it can be difficult, but um, you can do it. So positivity, surrounding yourself with positivity, making sure you block out mentally anything negative that's going on around you before you talk. Um, all that relates to the fact that nerves are all in your head. They're all in your head. So don't let them live there. Let them 
go and be on their merry way. You are bigger and better and more important than your nerves. And you should ju just let them find somebody else to bother. So that is tip number nine is that it really is all in your head. Um, one other point I'd like to make on that, when my students in my classes, uh, they are leading their uh, facilitated meetings or practicing or giving a presentation, it's often recorded. And a lot of students report back to me that when they listen to their recording during a meeting where they were almost terrified of being recorded or on video, they listen back to the, the recorded session and they say, oh, it didn't sound that bad at all. So in their mind, it was screaming, you're nervous, you're saying too many ahs and ums, you're pausing, you're going too fast. You've got this chatter and this noise that's happening in the background in your mind, and it's almost distracting you from the content that you're trying to deliver. This has happened to me, it happened to me a couple of months ago, um, and I'll, I'll say this is a good transition into my number uh, 10 point, which is be comfortable. Uh, I, <laughs> I had just gotten this most fabulous pair of shoes ever and they were gorgeous and they actually were part of the content of my talk. I got these shoes that had been consigned at a beautiful consignment store that's in town and um, I decided I would wear them as part of the talk so that I could say yeah you can live this lifestyle of recycling and upcycling and look at these amazing you know $700 shoes that I got and guess what they were so uncomfortable that <laughs> Um, I all I could think about was how uncomfortable I was and it almost made me short of breath because I was standing there it was not a good angle um, I couldn't I felt like I couldn't get a breath in and I was really I had this chatter going in my mind that I was uncomfortable oh no what if I start to panic am I losing the audience it was so loud in my mind that I could you know I was trying really hard to push my content forward and uh, I realized when I saw that my husband had recorded maybe five minutes of the workshop, I said, oh my gosh, at the worst part where I was most uncomfortable, I couldn't even tell on the screen. So the playback I saw, I realized it really was all in my head. Um, so that's the key is to remember that, you know, you might have nerves and you might have this uh, constant choir of people in your mind just kind of telling you, oh, they're, um, they're looking at you or they're judging you or anything. You just got to let that go and don't let those voices kind of bully you into submission and silence. You have a message to share. If you think it's important to share, you should share it. And that's your right. And we live in a, a great country that allows us to do that. So i I'm glad that you listened to this crash course on how to quell your speaking nerves. Um, if you have any questions, I do hope you reach out to me. Contact me through the website, thedebsite.com. You've been watching and listening to Upcycling with Deb. This is a podcast and it's also available through Stoneham TV. We have a partnership with Stoneham TV and they often will post the video content so you can watch that as well. Thank you very much for listening and break a leg with your next presentation.